in 2023. So we have a brand new year. And there's a lot of, a lot of issues I know we see with different institutions in our country and families and a lot of uh, areas that we may not be as, as free as we could be. Let's see if this works. Hey, it works. My black, <clears throat> my black ink ran out, so instead of having paper to look at, I have to look at my computer, so sorry about that. Freedom. This is from the, the Great 1828 Dictionary. I won't read all of this. A state of exemption from the power or control of another. Liberty. Exemption from slavery. Servitude or confinement. Freedom is personal, civil, political, and religious. A lot of aspects to freedom. Number four, exemption from fate, necessity, constraint, and consequences. Predetermination or otherwise as a freedom of the will. So freedom, frankness, boldness. He addressed his audience with freedom. And it seems like a lot of times when someone's addressing an audience, they don't have freedom. They're living within some constraint that's been applied. Ah. So different aspects of freedom. Family, church. Pastor Swim did a great job last week talking about church relationships and, and such, and, and essentially how to have freedom in the church. Our nation, relationship with, with our Father. John 8, 31. Then Jesus then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, you continue my word, then ye are my disciples indeed. And then 32, which we all know, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Know the truth. <laughs> So I listed a lot of things on this next slide. And I'll, I'll just preface it. I said, pray for God to give us a, maybe the atomic bomb of truth this year. I mean, we see, what do we see, Twitter? Last year, we never would have guessed that all these files would come out in the open, right? That was, that was quite a surprise how that happened. So we can have truth. And I did not list everything here. <clears throat> Probably not the one that you're interested in. But there's, there's a number. Any of your favorite ones up there? We got laptops that we have secrets come out. Benghazi kind of come back. What really happened then? Never really did get investigated. We have a new Congress, and they claim to actually want to get to the root cause of some of these things. January 6th, what was January 6th? You know that the January 6th commission, they took all their video and all, the, all their documents and sent them to the National Archives and said, seal them up for 30 years. You hear that one? Now, hopefully this Congress can claw that back and <laughs> get all those those videos and get the truth back out. November 3rd, what really happened? 
all those three-letter agencies. I mean, there was a time that, that I thought the FBI was just, just the thing. It was just, but now we, we see them going to school board meetings and harassing parents and such. It's, it's amazing how maybe the, some of the truth has come out. We see a little bit. We heard about JFK. We heard a few things there about how he was assassinated. Climate change. We hear climate change. We still hear climate change, right? I know Matt hears that in his industry. That's a, it's a big deal. And we're going to talk more about that. Ukraine, that's, that's certainly been around. Our southern border invasion is happening. The Great Reset, we've heard that. that supposed to be a great reset of currencies and such. And a big one, child trafficking and all that, that's just horrendous. And we don't have the, the time or the, to go into all that. That's, that would just take another whole section. Fraud, we have fraud everywhere in elections, right? My understanding is we had a great red, red wave this last election cycle, right? But the red wave kind of got knocked down with, uh, with a little bit of fraud. So it was a red wave, but... A lot of whistleblowers coming, coming forward. So we'll hear more truth coming from them. Supreme Court. Very bold this last year. What was the big decision that they made? Roe versus Wade. Big decision. So perhaps they have the uh, courage to have some other large decisions. There's, uh, there are two cases that came up before them on Friday for them to take a, to, to consider. One was a case to consider the election only being on one day for the Constitution. I don't know all the details about that, but that's quite interesting. See if they take that or accept that. Uh, the other is the Brunson case. All of you have heard about the Brunson case? Yes? No? Yes? Raise your hand if you've heard about the Brunson case. No, Dick has. A little bit. No. The Brunson case probably won't go anywhere, but it's quite interesting. You know, just take a couple of minutes. Uh, it's four brothers. They're trumpeters. They all play the trumpet. And they would do... I guess a some uh, pre-show for Liberace and some others, but they were very good, very very good. And one of them uh, came came up with several cases to get before the uh, the courts. And one has made it all the way to the Supreme Court. They're not lawyers; they're just like us. But they learned how to how the justice system worked, how the processes worked. And the case essentially says that Congress, back in 2021, January 6th, with the evidence had been presented of potential foreign influence in our election, the Congress had no right to not abide by their oath of office and investigate versus just rubber stamp the, the election. 
So that's interesting if that if they accept that to go forward with with more consideration. Um, the defendants of that case, I think, are 385 senators and representatives, president, vice president, and all of them would be tossed out of office. Consider it's like an atomic bomb; it would just blow up the blow everything up. Uh, the interesting part is that the clerk of the Supreme Court reached out to them and made sure they got the case to them in an expedited fashion, which is very strange, very odd. Anyway, Supreme Court, of course, the pandemic, uh, the WHO, the UN, a lot of different things there. Okay, so fraud. Deceit, deception, trick, artifice by which the right or interest of another is injured. Stratagem intended to obtain some undue advantage. Attempt to gain or the obtaining of an advantage over another in position of immoral means, particularly deception in contracts, bargain sale either by stating falsehoods or suppressing truth. Micah 2, 1, says, Woe to them that devise iniquity and work evil upon their beds. When the morning is light, they practice it, because it is in the power of their hand. Then they covet fields and take them by violence, and houses, and take them away. So they oppress a man in his house, even a man in his heritage. Therefore, thus saith the Lord, Behold, against his family do I devise an evil, from which ye shall not remove your necks, neither shall ye go haughtily, for this time is evil. Proverbs twenty seventeen: Bread of deceit is sweet to a man, but afterwards his mouth shall be filled with gravel. Treasures of wickedness, Proverbs 10, 2, profit nothing but righteousness delivereth from death. The Lord will not suffer the soul of the righteous to famish, but he casteth away the substance of the wicked. So fraud, God is not like fraud. Okay, Second Peter. We'll read parts of this. So have forsaken the right way, ye are gone astray, following the way of Balaam, the son of Besor, who loved the wages of righteousness, of unrighteousness, was rebuked for his iniquity, the dumb as speaking with man's voice, forbade the madness of the prophet. Balaam was a man who was willing to entice the people of God to their own destruction, all for the sake of his own personal profit. His personal profit. says, Deuteronomy, when thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, shall possess it, and shalt dwell therein, say, I will set a king over me, like as all the nations that are about me. It talks about the election and duties of kings. And I will not just save some time, not read all that, but for 18, it shall be when he sitteth upon the throne of his heaven, of his kingdom, he shall write a copy of this law in a book out of which before the priests, the Levites. 
Well, this section goes to the next page. I stuck it in here just to kind of remind us of those that are in authority over us in this nation. And this is what Charles Stanley came up with years ago. How to pray for a president. We say a leader. To realize his personal sinfulness, daily need of God's cleansing power. It applies to our lives, too. <coughs> Recognize his personal inadequacy for the task. Therefore, depend upon the Lord. And all of us should do that, right? We're all inadequate for the task we have at hand. Reject all counsel that violates scriptural, spiritual principles. Then trust the Lord to validate him. So the simple believeth every word. So we want to be like the simple. Resist pressure from individuals, number four, or special interest groups that would have him act in violation of his conscience or godly principles. Special interests seem like they're everywhere these days in government. They resist pressure from the special interests. Number five, work at reversing our country's trends towards socialism and humanism, both of which dethrone the Lord and defy man. Number six, be ready to forsake his political career and personal ambition for the best interest of the nation. How many leaders, how many folks do we know that, or at least have heard, that go to Congress and they make uh, how much, Dick? $175,000, $180,000 a year? And they become multimillionaires within just a few years. How can that be? See, if my salary is $180,000, if I saved eighty dollars or 90000 a year, I might save a quarter of a million dollars over four or five years. I'm not going to be a multimillionaire. And I heard that uh, with, with the former president's uh, tax records and such. I think they've shown that actually he's lost money over the last some years. He didn't increase, he lost. He actually forsook some of his dealings and such to be president. Rely upon the word of God as his source of strength and key to success. Bring dignity, honor, trustworthiness, and righteousness to the office of the presidency or to the, the leadership position that we might be in. Be a good example, especially to the fathers and sons of the nation, someone we can look up to. Be reminded daily he is accountable to Almighty God for his attitudes, actions, and motivations while in office. Cannibal to Almighty God. Leading a country is very important, a very important demanding job. President and other elected officials need our prayers, but to be effective, our requests must be more specific than, Lord bless the President, or God help our leaders do a good job. The above list is a good way to start. What do you think about that list? Sound reasonable?
Good list to start with. So pray for our president, our leaders. Uh, it's, it's difficult. I look at our president and or the, the administrator that we have who most likely got there with fraud and we pray for his success. Do we pray that that he'll see the light and he'll humble himself under the mighty God and admit what has happened? That all the, the lies will come out? It's interesting come up with a, a good way of praying for the, the current administration that got there by other means, most likely, based on everything that, that we've seen, all the evidence. But that will change. That will change. Okay. So he said, 2023, year of freedom and victory. What can we do? We can pray. We can abide in, in the word, worship, acts as the Lord leads, and many others. Joshua 1.7 says, Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law, which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand, or at the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. Thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Thou mayest observe it to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. And now they commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. It's so easy to see everything going on and be fearful or dismayed. And we're going to go through some examples of things that we might hear, and we need to be careful not to be fearful. I put a comment in there. A lot of people thought that November of last year was the big thing, the big red wave is going to change the country, everything's going to be wonderful. But does God need an election to change the country? No. We could have a Red Sea moment. Who knows? We have something dramatic. Reduce financial stress. I threw this in there just, just for a couple items. The average adult has up to $6,500 in credit card debt. Seemed high. On Christmas sales, the adults put 24% more on credit cards than in previous years. They have less money with the inflation. Only 47% of adults have an emergency fund to cover a $2,000 expense. It doesn't take much anymore to have a $2,000 oops, whether it's in a car, whether it's a house, whether it's something happens. So we can look at our monthly expenses and make sure that we're being diligent about that, those things that maybe we can get by without, those subscriptions to this or that and other things that, those uh, cell phone things that, I mean, we had a, a landline for years and years and year, years we had a landline and all of a sudden we went from Verizon to Frontier 
and the price went up to like $45 a month for local, local, local dialing. We said, hey, we can switch to, we can go get Pure Talk or somebody for $20 a month with a cell phone with unlimited whatever. So we got rid of, we transferred that, we figured out how to transfer that number to a cell phone. We still kept the number, but we saved $25 a month. Just, it's just crazy. We, we called them up and said, uh, I can get the same thing in a cell phone for $20. Why, why am I paying $40? He said, well, that's just the way it is. <laughs> Some banks have had, or around this country have had issues with solvency, <laughs> issues with funds. People have been surprised when their credit cards, debit cards don't work. So people have said, you need to have several sources of funds. Diversify a bit. So be sure that if, I mean, we just had one essentially, excuse <coughs> me, one bank. We used, so we went out and we had a credit union, but they, if, if I did anything on that credit union, other than the savings, I got charged $2 a month. So we went to, uh, uh, to DECU, the, uh, the Dow Chemical, one in Missouri County, and they're, they're great. They know charges, they get higher interest, and so we now have several sources. If we need to use a debit card, we can have a couple of sources there. Plus, a lot of people say you need to have some cash on hand for an emergency. Something happens and internet goes down for a, a couple of days, or, or banks have some issues, well, you have a little bit of cash to, for expenses. So just some, some thoughts, and that can reduce some stress. Particularly get out of debt. That's obviously one of the number one things to do is get, get out of debt. So be encouraged. Don't give up. Don't give up. 2 Corinthians 4.16 For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Well, we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. We see things around us may look kind of dark. We don't know what the Lord's doing, what's behind all that, what's going on in the, in the background. But at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal. They're going to disappear. Things which are not seen are eternal. Exodus 14.10. What did the children of Israel say? Oh, you're going to kill us. They're coming after us. The chariots. We should have stayed in Egypt. Let's alone that we may serve the Egyptians. For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. Verse 13. Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not. Stand still. See the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. The Lord shall fight for us. 1 John 4.4 4. 
You're of God, little children, have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They that are of the world, therefore speak they of the world. The world heareth them. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. <clears throat> he that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know ye the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. So we're going to go through one of those on that big list I had, and in the next 10, 12 minutes, probably not go get to all of them, we'll get to enough of them. And hopefully this will, if you have any doubts about this, settle this in your mind. Ehrlich, this guy, Paul Ehrlich, was on 60 Minutes last week. He'd been around for years. 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 It says, in 10 years, all important animal life in the sea will be extinct. Large areas of coastline will have to be evacuated because of the stench of dead fish. That quote was in 1970. He's saying the same thing today. The same thing. He was just on 60 Minutes. Same thing. He famously claimed that England would no longer exist in the year 2000. I think it's still here. Because of environmental disasters. He wrote the word, the, the book Population Bomb. And that was a big deal back, back then. It's still a big deal. Population. Still a big deal. That's another, another area. So let's go through a couple things. See if we can... Back years ago, what do we have? Global, which one? Warming? No. 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 No, no, no. No, no, no. Global cooling. It started out with global cooling. It's the ice age is coming. The world's going to stop. <clears throat> this is back in... 1969, everyone will disappear in a cloud of blue steam. I don't know what the blue steam is, but blue steam in 1989. said, so trouble with almost all environmental problems, says Ehrlich, is that by the time we have enough evidence to convince people, you're dead. <laughs> we must realize that unless we're extremely lucky, everybody will disappear in a cloud of blue steam in 20 years. So, Dick, are you in a blue, what's the brush, the blue stream? I, I don't know where the blue stream is, steam. Boston Globe, this is 1970. Scientists predict a new ice age by the 21st century. Air pollution may obliterate the sun and cause a new ice age in the first third of the next century. Demands for cooling water will boil dry the entire flow of the rivers and streams of continental United States. Well, we use cooling water for power plants and chemical plants and all sorts of places. I don't see any of that happening. It said, if you read the part that's not highlighted on the right-hand side, it says, uh, the scientist, the atmospheric research, Boulder, Colorado, said, the nation states, with the exception of Alaska and Hawaii, are already consuming more oxygen 
and their own green plants replace, that we are importing the imbalance from the neighboring ocean, so we're running out of oxygen. I think, we, I think I'm still breathing. Okay, 1970, American subject to water rationing by 1974, and food rationing by 1980. Wow, some of us weren't even born then. So Dick, do we have water rationing and food rationing? <laughs> I don't remember it, I, mean, I was here. I was here. Said the oceans will be as dead as Lake Erie in less than a decade. America will be subject to water rationing by 1974 and food rationing by 1980. Wow. I say the other, the next article says the new ice age is coming. In 1971, it was predicted. And this is from NASA. Our famous NASA. It says in the next 50 years, the fine dust is extremely that, that uh, put into the atmosphere by fossil fuel burning could screen out so much sunlight that the average temperature could drop by six degrees. If sustained over the years, could have, would trigger another ice age. When I first got out of school, that was, that was a concern, was was ice, was global cooling, or cooling. You didn't, how many of you knew that? It was, cooling was the big deal back then. Cooling was a big deal. It's a letter from Brown University. It said, the main conclusion, the meeting, the global deterioration, climate, order of larger than any any experiment of mankind and on and on to the president saying we're, we're coming to a disaster this world's going to be a disaster <clears throat> oh satellites satellites must be good right satellites are great satellites know what they're doing it says space satellites show new ice age coming fast <clears throat> 1974 is coming fast Coming fast. Coming fast. In time, another ice age in 1974. So telltale signs are everywhere from the unexpected persistence and thickness of pack ice in the waters around Iceland to the southwest migration of a warm-loving creature like the Armadillo from the Midwest. Wow. Yeah, the armadillos are, must be going somewhere. I don't know where. Wow. <laughs> this is, oh, here we go. Now we got got to go to the next one. Ozone. Remember the ozone layer? Ozone layer is, is, is going <clears> to, <throat> great peril to life. Gas pairs away, Earth's ozone. It's all this freon and stuff. It's going to kill us. No such peril has been observed yet. Not observed yet. 
And what else? We had, still have cooling. 1976, still cooling. And we have acid rain and kills lakes. 1980, acid rain will kill life in lakes. But then 10 years later, the government program formed to study it concluded uh, there's no environmental crisis, the study concludes. There's no issue. Oh, but here's the drought. Here comes the drought, more drought likely. Now, if you look at the chart on the right, when this guy made his prediction, look where that dot is. It was abnormal. It was just an abnormal year. So he took one dot and he extrapolated everything that, well, we're running into... Midwest will be out of water. Well, it turns out it wasn't. It was just abnormal, right? You see the, see the green lines going up. Actually, we have having more rain. Not less, more. How can this be? Temperatures. Long hot summers. Look at the line on the bottom. Look at the graph. It's actually getting cooler. This is, this is back. Now we're kind of switching here. In 1988, switching to the global warming kind of thing. It's amazing how we've kind of swapped. The cooling wasn't working, so they had to, had to swap. So. Okay, so now we have our warming. So rising seas would obliterate the nations. <clears throat> the Maldives be completely underwater in 30 years. Well, it's been 30 years in this prediction. I think they're still there. They're still there. Jim Hansen, scientist, predicted the greenhouse effect. Uh, someone asked him what would change. He looked outside his window and she said, well, that road's going to be, you have more cars in that road because the highway, the road by the sea is going to be covered with water. Well, the West Side Highway never did go underwater by 19, 2019 never happened. And we hear about temperature models. Temperature models. Look at those temperature models. There are realities on the bottom. I mean, this is, this is kind of reality. And the models, they probably did the model predictions about here, because they had to fit this. But then the predictions went sky high. Predictions don't work. Their models don't work. They don't work. 1995 to present. Don't work. And here we go. In Britain. In Britain, they said, whoa, snowfalls will be the thing of the thing of the past. No more snow. That's it. We're done. Snow will disappear from our lives. It says children just aren't going to know what snow is. I think Britain still has snow. That was in 2000. The Pentagon tells Bush, climate change will destroy us. It says Britain is plunged into a Siberian climate by 2020. Nuclear conflict, mega droughts, famine. Rioting will erupt across the world. A NASA scientist said, what, says we're toast? <laughs> In five to ten years, the Arctic will be free of sea ice. 
This is from NASA scientist. Sorry, John, wherever John is. John used to work for NASA. The climate prophet. Well, here's our eyes. Ten years ago, Al Gore predicted the North Pole ice cap would be gone. What's that word? Inconveniently? Inconveniently, it's still there. It's still there. And we'll go through the graph. The graph shows we have ice. Ice is still there. It varies from time of the year, as it should. It's still there. It's still there. Prince Charles said only eight years left to save the planet. That was in 2009. I think we're still here. Polar ice cap may disappear by 2014. They're finally learning to extend their... They're not doing 10 years anymore. Now they're, they're trying to do 30 or 50 years because then they can't be held accountable. NASA, see, Navy, the Navy gets involved. Navy says summer ice is free, Arctic ice, by 2016. Well, it's still there. The French minister, 500 days to avoid climate chaos. 500 days later, the planet's still standing. Can you make this stuff up? Here's the sad part, and we're running out of time, but I won't read this. Essentially, it says that a group of companies gave the AP Associated Press $8 million to promote global warming without telling anybody. So there's a group of writers said more than two dozen journalists to cover climate issues. This is current. This is January 5th, 2023. So AP is writing about global warming because they've been paid to do so. But they don't say that. That kind of reminds you of Twitter, some of the Twitter stuff. Yeah. So next time you see an AP story about climate change, now who's paying for it? That's surprising? No? Yes? Okay, something... Being positive, we'll, we'll just end a little bit. We'll go through all the slides. This is something I saw from a, a video cast. It's called laminin. The laminin family of glycoproteins is an integral part of the structural scaffolding in almost every tissue of an organism. Anybody heard of laminin before? You have? They are secreted and incorporated into cell-associated extracellular matrices. Laminin, L-A-M-I-N-I-N, is vital for the maintenance and survival of tissues. Colossians 1.17 says, And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Now I'm going to throw the slide up there. You tell me what this looks like. This is the laminin protein molecule. What's that look like? You know that, Dick? Have you seen that? You've seen that? Looks like the cross. Interesting. So 
So a couple final thoughts. We won't go through all this. We need to end. But certainly remember 2 Chronicles 7.14. I'd be amiss if I didn't throw this in there. Add this. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven. Forgive their sin. Heal their land. Our land certainly needs to be healed. Remember to put on the full armor of God. Remember that we're in a battle. Don't be deceived by distractions that are out there. Have faith in the Lord and his victory that he's won. Jeremiah 28, 11, I know the thoughts I think of you, thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you an expected end. So, careful what you hear, be free, have a good perspective on 2023. And Dick, would you like to take the microphone and close for us, please? You turn on Dick's microphone. We need you so much, Father, and we just uh, look at all the things that Terry presented, and we just um, re reminds us that you are sovereign, that you are the God, Father, that we trust and we know. So, Lord, we just um, lean on you, Father, for the future, and future is in your hands and no one else's. Lord, we uh, thank you, Father, for um, your word and for the truth that uh, is in your word. Uh, we pray now, Father, as we get ready for this, the uh, sermon, Father, we just pray for Will that he would be bring the, the word um, to us in a way that we'd understand it. We need you so much, Father. We just uh, pray that you'd guide us and lead us. We pray for our elders that you'd guide them and lead them. And we just ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You're dismissed.